what? We're back. I'm with Pat, so I am smart. I, I mean, I thought I had a good one, and I don't. But Pat, what's up? We're back. Devin, I thought you nailed it. I don't know if it's something with these headphones, but you nailed you know it. It's good, and I was I was on a little bike ride, and I was doing it in my head, and I was like, this is great. And I kind of forgot the song when we sat down because I got excited. Mm. And here we are. Now we're doing this. You always sound better in the middle of a cardio sesh. The blood's rushing. You're a little bit blurred vision. You're going to sound good. And so hopefully Besides, that carries out through this podcast. Yeah. I got to tell you, I have no reflective clothing. Um, there's my bell. I have no reflective clothing, and my, uh, a little scary. A little scary. It's dark out. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Brooklyn's got, not really got, a safe place. I got lights on the bike. Okay. Front and rear? And front and rear. Red. red okay. And, uh, not red. And they, uh, so they flash. You can make them flash. So I was relatively straight, um, relatively well-lit streets, but still, a lot of drivers not looking when they're taking a left. Yeah. Well, you know, live your life on the edge and then go do a podcast. That's what, that's what today's about. That's what it's about. The one thing I learned in the off-season for the folks that are... Uh, are wondering um never gonna have just a, a quiet couple months uh where it's like yeah we just podcast on the same exact time same exact day every every week because uh now we're both getting married and that's a, a hell of a time commitment yeah a little more than i figured um <laughs> really really chipping away at the old weekends uh but yeah. no it's been it's been good fun we'll um have to I don't know if we'll be able to squeeze in a fiance sode before the big day, Dev, but Ooh, we got to try. We've been talking about it for a while. We gotta, we gotta get it done this, this season, I think. It's got to be done. I mean, we're we're running out of time. We are. Oh yeah, it's got to be a Yance show for sure. Yeah. Um, Wife cast will push that one out. Yeah. Wife cast, I'm not ready for that just yet. After <laughs> November fifteenth, though, let's fucking go. Uh, all right, we have a new season, Patrick. We are uh, the uh, the Island of Idols this year, and we Ooh. are seeing two. Returning castaways. Oh. Ooh. In Boston Rob, uh, Mariano, and Sandra Diaz? Sounds right. I think it's right. Diaz Twine. Uh, Diaz Twine. Oh, I knew, I knew that was Ivan. Might be, might be right. So uh, the, the appeal of the season is bringing back two castaways that are controversial, I think, at best. Um, browsing okay. comment sections on entertainmentweekly.com, Reddit, all these good things. People not not particularly huge fans of uh, seeing Rob and Sandra uh, back again. I've, I've seen the phrase "jump the shark" uh, more than once. Really? Well, haters gonna hate if you ask me because these are the two biggest legends of the game, um, and they were doing it when they were, you know, relatively young. I'm actually surprised to see that Sandra's only 45, Rob's only 43, still able-bodied, getting out on the island. I'm excited to see them. I don't care what the fans say. I like them. I, I I always like Rob. Uh, I guess there's like a little hometown bias there, but like, sure. It's not like I don't know. If he was a dick, I would have hated him. Right, but he's also played four times, so he's yeah. he's he's had several opportunities to win our hearts over. I don't think he's ever been. I mean, I, I think people are just salty that you know give somebody else a chance or you know try something without dipping that back into the well. I would have expected these two to be kind of in the on the Mount Rushmore of Survivor history. I'd say. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Rob's always played um, relatively well. I think he got voted out early in uh, Heroes versus Villains. Um, he won Redemption Island. He lost to uh, his fucking wife yep. on All Stars, which is just like such a power move. She beats him, and then he proposes. Legend, incredible, incredible television. Um, and he's he's played two other times. Um, the first one, I, honestly, I don't even really remember. 
Um, and then uh, Redemption second Island season, was, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Redemption Island was uh, fucking impressive. It's like, I think it's one of the better played games I've ever seen. Um, just Netflix that shit because it was it was unbelievable. He just mm-hmm. dragged these two corpses to the final. One of the guys like legitimately would his name was Philip. He would legitimately try and convince people that he was like a super spy and that he had intel on them, and he would like wear a feather in um, like not. A, a, a turn of a phrase like he would put a feather in his cap for tribal council the dude is off the reservation nuts that is insane. you would have loved him you would have yeah him, oh yeah he would have been one of my favorites for sure yeah. um he did the thing where he he won the season and he won the like sprint player of the season thing the fan vote that's tough yeah to do. so he actually he actually took home another 100k there I think it. I think it does beg the question if you know he would, uh, you know, survive in the modern game with you know. I think the the dragging of people towards the end is not something we've seen so much in the more yeah. recent years. But you know, I, I, he'd probably adapt. Um, but you know, if if his reputation didn't precede himself, uh, right. I think he'd do just fine. Same thing with Sandra. But they're always going to be targets if they're playing. So good to see him here as um, sort of like a support system, right? Yeah. Yeah. So him and Sandra are on. Uh, the Island of the Idols, which it sounds like is sort of akin to Exile Island, where, you know, the other, you know, you have a tribal um, challenge, and at the end of the challenge, the winning tribe typically gets to choose someone from the losing tribe to send to Exile Island just to remove them from the game for a little bit so they're not privy to the social interactions, things like that, leading up to a, a tribal council vote. I think, mm-hmm. as I remember, it is sort of the most traditional way that that's been playing out in the past, so... Uh, interesting. It's sort of an interesting wrinkle. I think I like it better than um, the wrinkle from last season or, or any time where you're spending more of a real extended period of time on an island. Um, and, and I like that the uh, there's something more to do there than just like pick up one of three rocks to see if you, you want to challenge. Right. I think they picked up on what was exhilarating about kind of the exile island which is there's a social dynamic back at camp that that person misses out on and the exchange is some sort of potential advantage but not really riveting television to see uh, chris noble cry because he didn't get the right rock <laughs> uh, so we get to bring back these two legends stakes are high we'll see what happens uh and yeah we're leaving the um 38 day adventure on edge of extinction alone as that is you know i know people sign up for the show but that's pretty brutal. Yeah, for sure. The, the The reason I'm excited to see... So, the, I guess, well, quickly, the other wrinkle is that uh, they will be giving them, like, wisdom, advice around things to do around camp socially, how to build a shelter, stuff like that, I'm sure, early. Rob's, like, was uh, previously... I, yeah, his family's won the show twice, so I don't know if he's still doing it, but something like a foreman, a construction worker. So he's a very good shelter builder. He always had been. Um, so I'm sure early in the game he'll be giving off advice like that. And then the challenges, it sounds like, are going to be closely tied to some of the advice that these these folks are are receiving from Rob and Sandra. Oh, I and quite like that. that. I quite yeah, like yeah, that. it's interesting. Uh, th- there's one more wrinkle where they'll be able to like wager certain things, so Rob will be like, how it sounds. We'll have to see how it plays out. The, the details are a little foggy. But, yeah. hey, if you beat me, you get an immunity idol. If they say no, he can raise it to like two immunity idols or something. Right. I would... Um... I would not put it past uh, Sandra to straight up give somebody she doesn't like bad advice. I would not put so it past her. This is what I was going to hit on because uh, I think yeah, you're very keen on Sandra's gameplay. And I was going to say, if someone shows up, like, Boss Rob, you know, he, like, leans into the nickname a little bit. But, like, 
still, like, if someone shows up with, like, a Giants t-shirt or a Yankee t-shirt on, like, I wouldn't put it past him to fuck with them either. No. I mean, I mean that's – people always do it. Um, our boy Wardog got it tatted on his arm, Brooklyn Nets. So, yeah. you know, you, you those things you can't hide. Um, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the both of them. Sandra's the I, queen, and I, I can't wait to see her try to infect or kind of enhance some of these mind games because I'm not sure we've ever seen somebody better at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's a good reason that they picked both of them. They both have, like, just enough angel and devil in them to, like, yeah. want people if they, yeah. if they get the opportunity to. So I'm looking forward to that. Sandra just, you know, reminding people who the queen is mm-hmm. uh, through, through the entirety of the season. The thing that was interesting to me, too, is they're building their shelter. They're living there. Whoa! What? They're not getting yeah. one of those star cabins, star tents? They're actually doing that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that tells you the type of mind these two people have. They are they are sick in the head that they're doing this without even the, the carrot at the end. I bet you they're getting paid. What do you think they're getting paid for the season? I have no idea. I was thinking that, too, because Rob is like uh, – I read something around, like, how Jeff, like, convinced Rob to come back because he, like, was hard and fast. Like, no, I'm not doing it. And the article, which I sort of buy, like, literally just played in Rob's ego. It was like, he kept saying no, he kept saying no. And then Rob was like, we're going to position you as a legend. And Or Jeff said, we're going to position you as a legend. And Rob was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> it's funny because in his bio, he says, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an idol. I didn't come <laughs> up with that idea, but I definitely know what I'm doing. And you could just tell he's beaming with pride. Um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be fun for the two of them. I face when he says that. Um, yeah. Got to be 100k for me. It's got to be at least 100k. I, that, that's sort of where I was I was coming in at as well. Like he did 39 it, days and, and won the sprint fan boat that one time. So maybe I don't know why yeah. I keep saying sprint fan boat like I'm evangelizing that company. Fuck sprint. Oh okay. I I mean I wasn't gonna rule out our first sponsor that quick, but okay. T-Mobile it is. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna date. Yo. Uh, all right. Any any saving thoughts, or you want to uh, dive into judgments of people we don't know? I would love to judge some people I don't know. Devin, it's been too long. It's my favorite episode every single year. We have some buzzer options this year as well. Patrick, let me uh, let me cue this up. So we got normal we got normal bells. You know bells. You're fucking mm-hmm. bells. Yep. You, you, just, you just bring your... Uh, whoa! Too loud? The, uh, the first one was good, and then the second one caught me by surprise. Oh, well, if you're not into that, we can also always go with something a little, a little different. Um, you're a smart motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> I don't know how these are coming over, but uh, we'll stick with bells for now, and then we'll, if you say anything funny, maybe we can get into something else. Do you have all of those on your bike? <laughs> I do, yeah, yeah. Okay, wonderful. Uh, you're going to be safe with the uh, you're a smart motherfucker in Brooklyn. Hey, yeah. It's, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, you're gonna be good. All right, so let me let me cue it up. We are starting with Miss Kelly Kim, always a fan of of alliteration. So uh, this is great. Uh, Patrick, you have uh, you have everything up? Oh yeah, I'm good to go. Am I going first or second? You are going first, my dear friend. Boom, Kelly Kim. Um, Her Survivor contestant, she is most like Kelly Wentworth interesting not buying it she has a occupation mba student not an occupation um she former college athlete also went to harvard don't know how much of the athlete got her into harvard but nonetheless i think those are two pretty impressive feats um one thing that's really throwing me about her is she hates mayo 
really hates mayo with a passion. Also, What's whipped cream. Mayo? Love it. Better if you call it aioli, but mayo's still great. Also hates whipped cream, vanilla frosting, and sour cream. It seems like a profiling on condiments, and that kind of pickiness I don't think is going to serve you well on Survivor. I think you need to be adaptable. I think you need to be able to handle some adversity. And if you're that passionate about hating mayo, you're going to get upset at camp. Very easy. She's not making the merch. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of the same takes, uh, although I, I see a fan of uh, Settlers of Catan as a, as a fellow settler, um, you know, skill acknowledging skill, game recognized game. Um, I do appreciate that. It's a very strategic game, so uh, maybe, maybe she's going to surprise us a little bit. But the, the uh, I, I don't want to throw the R word out, but really doesn't like white condiments, and I don't know what the fuck's up with that. Uh, those are some of the best condiments I can think of. Sour cream is absolutely my shit. I know it is atrocious for you. Uh, but if you don't like white things, white food, then you're going to eat white rice for 39 days. I'm sort of over you. Right. Boom. All right. Next, we have Ronnie Barda from Brockton, Mass. Patrick, hit me with some takes. Ronnie, I mean, pro poker player, lives in Nevada from Boston. I got to tell you, I like the cut of that jib because he's got the, <laughs> the, he's got the, the, the heart, like the, that blue collar element that's going to come from Brockton mass. Um, but he also has a little bit of skeeviness and or deceit. That's going to need to be part of his pro poker player element. I see his big, big downfall feeling himself a little bit too much. I'm looking at this, this headshot shorts, a little cut low. Like he's out here to look good, feel good and play good. But I mean, I think, I think that he'll be okay. I think that one of his problems He's going to put himself a little bit too much on the chopping block, and he's going to overvalue his own game. I kind of lost track of time that time. Um, Ronnie Barda, uh, love him. Absolutely love him. Uh, You know, someone that goes to to start being a poker player and then just moves into the belly of the beast in Nevada, uh, kickboxing and beatboxing on on his his off days. And he, he loves boxes. I think he's going to absolutely crush this game. Uh, he's musically inclined. It doesn't really seem like that's super relevant, but uh, maybe he'll find a banjo. It's a good way to uh, piss people off at camp. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm into I'm into Ronnie Barda. I he just he he seems like he's uh, he's gonna. Uh, the, the one thing that I will say that is gonna I'll be offering about this is he's gonna do that thing where he doesn't tell anyone he's a poker player because he thinks they're gonna be like whoa yep. he's really good at lying and like, it's like fuck off. Yeah, I mean I kind of get that logic. But I think that that's like, I hope that we have a little bit more savvy um, survivors this year. But let's be real. We generally don't. There's usually people who are going to take that approach. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So next we have Chelsea Walker from Los Los Angeles. Yeah. From New Jersey in Los Angeles. She's a digital content creator, which... I mean, I, I think we all are in 2019. Uh, she's most proud of getting on Survivor. So that doesn't tell me a whole lot about her winning mentality that she's already... I mean, maybe she's going to set a new standard and win Survivor. It seems like, you know, she's really happy to be here. I think she might overplay her hand, Devin. Um, mm. I think she might overplay her hand out of excitement. And that can go one of two ways. You can either be lovable and people, you know, it really just depends on what that personality is, which we can't really get out of this. Uh, or you're going to take the uh, the Derwin approach and just alienate yourself from everybody and your enthusiasms. 
Fair enough. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was rambling. Here we go. Um, you say we can't get her personality, but I can tell you this. She's an idiot. <laughs> uh, she, she's from Philly and she's an idiot. The thing that got me is like, like okay, you like Curb. It's a great show. Uh, one thing we wouldn't know from seeing a photo, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty good. It just reeks of that like sort of desperate Tinder profile like line that you, that you mm. see. Not, not us. Um, oh, not the us. Fact that, the fact that she's saying Pavardi and Kelly Wentworth, although I'm aware they play two very different games. It's like, shut up. You just want to compare yourself to the greatest. You're, you're not, you're not, you're not going to be there. You're not going to do this. You're just, you're, you're going to, I want to make a Nelson Aguilar joke because there was a, a really funny clip on the news this morning about this guy catching babies from a Yeah. Did you see this? I did. I did. And he was like, I caught them, not like Aguilar? Yes. No, it was amazing. Yeah, whatever. Chelsea sucks. <laughs> Dean Kowalski. Dean. Dean. Ooh. I'm. You know what? I got to say, he's got some work cut out for him after um, Dean from Bachelor in Paradise just kind of did what he did again. Actually, he's in decent Ooh, shape. But Dean's nice. in the reality sphere have their work cut out for him. He is in tech sales, which makes him a little bit worse. Um, what I would say in, in not in this bio, but another bio, <laughs> it needs he's generally probably full of himself. Um, just say you're in sales. Um, <laughs> his other bio said he was likable. If you're likable, you don't say you're likable. It's that simple. He's not going to be likable. <laughs> he's got the, um, he does have the physique of somebody who's going to be an asset early, but I think he's going to be a quick target after the merge. Um, it just so happens the young athletic looking smiley types chiseled yeah they tend to go down pretty quick after that merge dev yeah so here's an anecdote uh i that you just shed some light on for me we were at a bar this weekend a new new friend was there and they asked what do you do devin and i said software sales and yeah leah that's better go, leah goes oh is that what you tell people and I thought the O oh, is that what you tell people was like, that's an easier way to describe what you do. I didn't realize Lee was saying, oh, you sound like a douchebag every time you talk to people when I'm not around. Yeah, yeah. She texted me that. And, and I said, you know, just hang in there. We're, getting, we're, we're working on uh, it. I like Dean Kowalski, uh, tech sales. He, he might be a rival. Um, but uh, I, I do appreciate the – wait. Okay, no, I just misread something. Uh, I, I like him. I think he is likable. Okay. I think uh, I think the fact that he compared himself to Wendell is is lofty praise, but you know Wendell's in the in the trust tree for Deej. I love that man. So right. I think he's going places. I think he's the one that's going to uh, take a little lady under his wing and, and, and build a little power duo. Oh, I could see that. Nora Salmon. Great name. Uh, let's Salmon. leave it at that. Entrepreneur for her occupation, which unemployed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, her hobbies are working out, creating healthy foods and beverages in the kitchen, traveling and social media. It seems like she's a social media entrepreneur rather than a different type of an entrepreneur. But, hey, that's the age we're living in. Um, she loves frogs, Devin. She loves frogs. That <laughs> that's that's She's top three going in. She's top three in the preseason polls for me. Um, you know, I just – the, 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 the... – <laughs> If, if you like feel the need to tell us that, it, you know, you're just going to be you. And I th- I got to put you at the top for that. I think that's the greatest sentence I've ever read. Or the greatest two sentences. Yeah. I love frogs. I don't drink and I've never done a drug or smoked a cigarette in my life. Like, where's the party, guys? Uh, yeah. It's right here. Um, <laughs> and wh- I mean, hard pivot or not? I don't know. Maybe yeah, frogs no led idea. to her sobriety. 
Well, I guess she was born sober and probably stayed sober based on that. Yeah, it definitely sounds like. But it. she's like um, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, who's, who's also a good fan uh, and twitchy as fuck, just like me. So uh, I, I appreciate the salmon as well. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzz me early on this because I'm so excited to get to the next guy. Devin, I want you to start on this one. Vince Mua uh, with easily the biggest dick on the island, <laughs> admissions counselor. <laughs> I just. Every year we get the one guy that comes on the show and like tucks all this shit in, you know what I mean? Yep. And just standing out here stunting on these people as if this outfit's gonna hold up for a week, let alone thirty nine days. Um, admissions counselor might seem trivial. He's he's a soulful dude. Um, yeah. He's he's a really really sincere guy. I the the, the reason I'm like gun shy about making fun of these people now is that I feel like we've been. We've been burned too many times in the past. This guy reeks of Donathan Hurley to me. Yeah. He's most I get, proud of buying his mom a, a modern refrigerator for Mother's Day in 2017. Yeah. I w- I'd be interested to hear his backstory. Um, you know, he talks about how his parents weren't able to afford new appliances and it was really meaningful to buy him something. So that there, there's a wholesome element there. There's an ability to connect with people there. And, I mean, the power pose, you know, he's clearly hiding something in those trousers, and I cannot wait to see him act. I could see him just being a guy that kind of sits quiet, observes. Devin, I'm comfortable calling this. He's making the finale, and I'm hoping there's six people in the finale to give me a, you know, a good shot at this. But Vince is going to be in our finale. Let's not – Let's we, we, we saved a little time in the last one, so let's spend a little bit longer here because I don't want to gloss over this where in 2015 he, he had suffered years and years of excruciating panic attacks. Um, his grandmother, Shaman Master, declared that he was to be the next shaman to rise in their family. So maybe maybe this is this is where he rises from, from the ashes and, and, and turns into the phoenix that he was born to be. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I wouldn't I'm so- be surprised about a finale. Yeah, and since since we don't have a problem going over on him, I just want to point out he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt to Survivor. He's going on vacation. He's going to have a great time. There, I mean, he's either going to be Derwin or he's in the finale. There's no, there's going to be no middle ground with Vince. So if he survives the first couple episodes, he's going to the finale. I really like. I can understand the button down thing, even a long sleeve one for sun coverage. I just like the. <laughs> He's just like in his cute little duds, you know what I mean? It looks like mom just dressed him up for the first day of second grade. Oh, my God. Vince, I, I want you to be everything I imagine. That's what I'm yeah. hoping. Someone who's everything that I that I hope to achieve in life is Lauren Beck, our next nanny uh, living in Glendale, California. Mm, Moved to out. L.A. at the age of 17 years old. She's, she's tenacious. Um her hobbies are eating an entire bag of Cheeto in one sitting while watching true crime shows. So that is why she's my girl, because she's going to be spewing fire this entire show. She looks a little sassy. Uh, she's going to be spewing fire as if she just ate a bag of hot Cheetos. I'm into her. She's she's definitely making them merge. Um, and she's probably going to bust out her Britney Spears impression once she gets effed up at the, uh, the merge party. Oh, cannot wait. And I want to talk a little bit about how self-aware she is. She's saying she's a combination of Troyzan and Siri. Uh, you're not doing that to boost your esteem. You're not doing <laughs> that to elevate yourself. Uh, that I cannot wait to see what that combo looks like. Both actually made it quite far in the game. Um, Siri had some good game in her. I think that she, you know, didn't 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 end up, you know, making it all the way to the end. I I can't remember if Troyzan made it to the end or if he was voted out right before the finale, but. 
both people uh, can get down there and Sandra. So Sandra's her ideal combination, Troy's and Siri. Man, she's going to be must-see TV, I'll tell you that. She shuts up the Queen stays Queen, too. So it's going to be one of those things, obviously, where they don't know Rob and Sandra are going to be there. So she's going to absolutely lose her marbles when, when she sees Sandra walk out. Yes. All right, now we have the Red Rocket, Tommy Sheehan, coming at you hot. Fourth grade teacher. Uh, seems seems like he has a really killer Disney coffee mug collection. Um, I, I actually feel good about him. I think he's got quiet confidence about him. He's, he's going to – I don't have much difficult things to say about him. I think he's – he seems like well attuned to the beach life. Um, he, he's going to shed some pounds relatively quickly on that all rice diet, but I think uh, I think I think he he seems like a bright guy. He's obviously learned it if he's a teacher. I feel like he's going far in the game. Yeah, I I am I'm really high on this guy as well. I uh, hope he's got some sunscreen because he is freckling hard in this first day picture. But one thing that I think is really stands out, and I think this is a pretty measured kind of survivor contestant you're most like combining david Wright's strategy david Wright had tons of flaws in his strategy so i mean he, he has some good elements davy's social game one of our our favorites since we started doing this podcast and amanda kimmel's likability the players fans of the game played hard and did everything they could do with the hands they are dealt he is not out here looking to play the perfect game of survivor he is ready and adaptable for what survivor throws at him and i am excited for someone to come on that show with this mentality another guy who might fall into that archetype of fit young male and struggle after the merge though yeah i can see that i can definitely see that i i don't know why i can't even tell you i don't know maybe it's because he's the only ginger i just yeah, I, I feel something about him yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm high on him. I'm excited to see him play. Change it up. Uh, now we have Karishma Patel, um, who will be on the island for three days, and then she will go home because she's a personal injury lawyer. She's oh, she's smart. What's this outfit? It's, I cute. don't. It's very cute. Yeah. Very wrinkled, too. I'm just, and, so I, I don't know if that's the look. Like, I Is that a that cargo outfit. skirt? It has the pockets on the side. It's not camo, but it feels like camo adjacent. Like it's like it's made out of the same fabric that camo things are made out of. It was meant to be camo, and then it never got the final print. It's got the right, base right, right. color and everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry we're getting too caught up on appearances here, but she also doesn't look 37. I'm having a tough time figuring her out. Uh, the oh, personal injury great. lawyer, yeah, the personal injury lawyer really calls into question how far I think she might go in this game. And that's a... I'll straight up judgment but that's what we're here to do yeah exactly i don't i don't i'm not making any apologies for it the the terrified of alligators thing and just the the fact that she's saying that word giving gave her the chills doesn't give me a lot of confidence uh you're gonna run in and see a lot of things out here i, I just i feel like things aren't gonna go away early it's gonna snowball she's used to getting her way she's probably a little bossy yeah i'm out i'm out on karishma yeah unfortunately we've seen too many seasons of survivor to know what her fate's gonna be uh aaron meredith it's a it's a that's a fun new take on two first names one of them's a girl name i guess that's the same for me though right could also could the aaron could 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 swing both ways not how that's spelled there but yeah no one's reading Um, this wholesome dude seems like it proud of his son uh i think he's probably a bitch and he's going home second i don't think so I don't think so. Um, I do think that I think we might have just found 
our truest archetype that we talked about. He says he's most like Ozzy. He's a physical monster when it comes to challenges, major contributor all around camp, and a smart player in social threat. Not something I would call Ozzy, but I do think that he's going to lean into the fact that he's a physical monster, be a huge, huge asset on his tribe, make it to that first, to the, to the, to the merge. And I kind of think people might like him a little bit. I think he's got some game in him, Dev. I really do. It's just, I, I don't know. The, the tribal tattoo is really throwing me, but maybe, maybe that'll play well. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to really talk myself into it, but I don't know. There's, there's no, there's not a single winner in Warwick, Rhode Island, Patrick. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, you know, not for nothing. He's a gym owner. His, he's a gym owner. His number one hobby is uh, lifting. I'd like to see a little more definition in those pecs. Yeah. Yeah, that, you got to hit the decline bench press there, there homeboy. Yep. I mean, it's going to look great on TV, but it should be popping in every picture. Can't wait till we're on the show. We can put all these fools to shame. Yep. Molly Byman, Boston University. I don't know if it's actually Boston University, but she's from Boston. Um, and feels like, I don't know, why don't you go first? I, I, I'm real high on Molly. I'm real high on Molly. think she's got a fun energy, young in that kind of thing is usually, usually, usually those the 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 mid twenty year old women, if they're you know they're 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 able to kind of assimilate into the tribe and and you know kind of not position themselves as as a liability in those early stages, they're not going to be a target early. And I think she's got a strong social game in her as a law student. She's taught middle school, so she clearly knows how to deal with a whole bunch of babies. And she's got a lot of outdoor <laughs> activities, like when in 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 um. Her favorite all-time protagonist is Lindsay Weir from Freaks and Geeks. It's just too specific for her not to be cool. I was just saying, it's a great, it's a great call-out. Really is. Love really, Lindsay really Weir. is. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I, I don't know why. I have a hard time pegging her. I can't, I can't figure it out. I don't, I don't want to go too hard either way because it's probably just Boston bias. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, she went to uh, BU, then she's going home early. <laughs> so to be. Uh, all right, we have Tommy Laidlaw, former New York Ranger great Tommy Laidlaw. I know I didn't have to tell you that. From Brampton, Ontario. Um, the thing that I like about Tom is that he is clearly very – only says what he needs to say. Love it. Only person to give one-sentence answers for every single thing. What's one thing we wouldn't know from seeing a photo? Don't like heights. <laughs> Then, yeah, yeah, you you wouldn't. <laughs> He's right. You're literally on uh, standing in the ocean. His uh, hometown Survivor. is longer than that answer. <laughs> Survivor contestant, you are most like. Doesn't even know his last name. Ben it, the Marine. The most, the most power move thing in this entire article. Ben the Marine did whatever he had to. Yeah, and I love the stance. I love the stance. There's a lot of people wearing shirts, not wearing shirts, and he's still feeling the need to flex. And honestly, yeah. great, great old man bod. Really oh, great he, bod. And you can see, I mean, he's got bigger guns than the gym owner. This guy, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he doesn't get hit with the prejudice against the old folks in the early game, because I could see Tom being a guy we really root for down the line. But with anybody 60 and over, you're you're going to face some early challenges. Yeah, it's I, I, don't, I have this is still in take development. It's a lot in your headshot. Like if you have an old head, I feel like that means you go home sooner. Tom is, yeah. by all means, probably in his, in his peak, the, the best athlete out there. So I'm hoping he's still got a little bit left in the chamber where, where to he can help the team 
early on in these challenges and sort of overlook that early old person bias around, you know, we need to keep the drive strong, we need to be winning, we need to do all this. Because I feel like old people do great when they make it to the merge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of Keith, and Keith wasn't nearly as athletic, but he was, you know, he's he was affable, not a liability. Right. And you said old head, Devin. I didn't know what you meant. So what I did was I just kind of cut out the rest of his body and just looked at his face. You, he could pass for forty. <laughs> That's true. I, I I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Now that I'm doing it, he's got that I gotta see young the- rise smile. Oh, the dimples. Oh, Dev, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Gotta, Look at those dimples. I can't. Is that a scar? The back of the head. That might be a scar. Yeah, I don't even know. Either way, he's got some explaining to do. Damn. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about Tommy Laidlaw. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy laying the law down. Missy Bird, uh, also known as the person who's going to win this effing game. From <sighs> Air Force veteran. Yep. Patrick. I I can't even tell you. I don't even know if I've loved a, a contestant more without ever hearing them speak than, than Miss Missy Bird. She's all business. All busy, and the way that she is looking at the camera in this headshot, I don't even need to go through her bio because it says, "Hey, I'm Missy Bird, and I'm here to win this game." Yeah, exactly. You want to know how Missy to do Bird, it? Thank Tune you for in. Million dollars. Tune in sure. Wednesday nights. Man, I'm excited to watch her play. I hope I, I literally have such high expectations. Uh, athletic, uh, just someone who is used to used to winning. Yeah, her hobbies is winning. And I don't know. There, I don't, I, let's move on. There's not, not, nothing else to say. I, she's my pick to win it. Uh, Jack Nitchting, uh, someone who I'm going to let you go first because I already know what you're going to say. Yeah, my boy. Love this guy. I'm getting, um, I, I forget his last name, but Adam from Millennials and Gen X vibe. He looks a lot like him, except he's got some great hair. And, I mean, his hobbies are CrossFit. I got to tell you, doesn't really show. I mean, you can kind of see those biceps popping out, but he's also got the yeah. hand tucked under to push it up. So I'm not sure if that's that's really, really the move. I mean, he's eating all you can eat sushi. He's gonna have no problem a, fishing. I mean, I, I'm I'm in to Jack. I'm into Jack. I think Jack. it's a lean mass. I think it's a lean mass. I think I think he's gonna surprise you when he moves those arms. Functional strength. Um and yeah, and I appreciate the call out. One of the few people that's calling out someone that's not like. A legend of the show, Devin Pinto from was that last season? He was from two, um, two he, Healers, Heroes, and Hustlers, I believe. Yeah. Um, and Devin, uh, fun guy. Um, the the thing that makes me nervous about Jack is like, if you're dumb and you're one of the people that like likes to try and have intellectual conversations, I feel like you can get yourself into trouble. Yeah. I'm not saying he's dumb. No. I'm not saying he's dumb. I don't I mean, think Devin was as smart as Devin thought he was. And that's, if we can be honest, that's something that plagues all Devins. Yep. So that would be my chief concern for Mr. Jack Nitschting, which is yeah, you want to say. Yeah, the, here's, here's something that can go one or two ways. Um, he likes listening to and singing musicals. That could either present this joy of life, this fresh attitude, this kind of spunkiness that is going to be almost necessary to survive in survivor or it can make him the host most hated man at camp mm-hmm. it can go either way and i i'm i'm here for jack i'm here for jack and i'm here for the long haul right i'm, I'm into it uh next we have elaine oh scott i almost said scott uh Ooh, kentucky born and bred factory worker uh really had, had put the team on her back 
across life. I think she is someone who you're going to have that narrative like every week kind of thing where it's like, ugh, she's really getting on my nerves, but we'll do her next week. We'll get rid of her next week. And I think that may carry her to around the merge-ish time. I And I purely say that because she's clearly someone that's used to, to working hard and she's not going to suffer these sissy-ass fools that aren't mm-hmm. carrying their weight and picking up, uh, picking up wood and all that. Right. Yeah, I'm... I got to tell you, David, I don't know if I'm rooting for somebody more than I'm rooting for Elaine. Um, you know, when she's, she looks like a real, real blue collar type of person. Somebody puts family first, puts kind of the most important things in your life first and consistently does that maybe at the detriment of her own personal goals, but she has the big outdoorsing um, kind of hobby list, uh, factory worker. She seems to be somebody who likes to take care of other people. What I am hoping for, what I'm hoping for is that you know, she has a little bit more to her than meets the eye intellectually and socially. What we've seen, and I'm, I'm going to reference both Keith and Donathan, those are two guys who had those big, big, sick, thick, southern accents. Man, I really worked through that one. Uh, she's from Kentucky, factory worker. I could see that being the same for her. And if it is, you know, let's just call it what it is. Those people don't get painted into those intellectual conversations the same way the people from the New York cities and your Los Angeles do, despite the fact that those people from New York City, shout out Chris Noble, are among the least intellectual sometimes. And so I'm hoping that she can get herself into the game, prove her value, but I kind of see what you're seeing to somebody who's like, why are you sitting down? We're supposed to build a shelter. And like, Elaine, we've been doing it for four years, and she's <laughs> losing her mind. Yep, that was I fair. I had no um, other place. I do appreciate that she says she's like Rupert, and I hope we get an explanation for the Red Sox hat for someone who is uh, born and bred Kentucky. Jason Linden, 32 years old, New York, personal injury lawyer. At On on, on the face, I want to say this is a guy who's going to be surprisingly athletic, but not intimidatingly so. Someone who's intellectual, but not the smartest. Someone who's going to work his way through the game by being not a threat and then you know a few big moves here and there maybe he has uh fallen his way into a resume that um that gives him a chance um you know down down the stretch the thing that erases everything that i just said and makes everything i just said a waste of time uh and this is coming from a fan of the band himself uh the fish fan is is just not gonna win this fucking game no he's not also somebody also, somebody who says, I'm a mix of, and then goes on to list four of the more intellectual gameplay winners, or maybe not winners, Fishback didn't win. But, Five people total. Yeah, in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe him that it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, another personal injury lawyer? I don't know what, I mean, maybe they're just trying to do some, some good on Survivor for all the people that go down hurt so that they can, you know, say, hey, we're doing it. Um, you know what's turning me off right here? Big old bat signal of the chest hair. That is... Seemingly oh. intentional, based on some of these non-hairy parts, um, or he's going to be the greatest of all time because he's got a natural bat signal on his chest. Um, I'm going to take the former there. I do not think I'm going to like him very much. I'd say the only thing that he might have is a very, very, very poor man's Rick Devins, where he would play very well with the deck stacked against him. I think that's how he can build his resume. I don't think he's going to win from on top. Gotcha. Yeah, so I think we're in agreement. Uh, loser. Next, uh, Elizabeth Beasel should be Diesel because she's rounded Ooh. out my final three. Uh, yeah, gorgeous too. Uh, 
Finally, a winner from Rhode Island. Who would have thought it? Olympic medalist at, at that. Youngest member of the United States Olympic team in 2008. At 15 years wow. old. Wow. doesn't say what she won the Olympic medal for. Um, anyway, uh, loves classic music. She she might be a little too smart for her own good. Yeah. I, it, the one thing that gives me a little bit of hope is she's saying she's most like Kara. And if you remember Kara, Kara was... Awesome. She was great. She, I think we described her as uh, the most we've ever liked somebody who made it all the way end, to the end by doing nothing. Um, Kara was always on the verge of the big moves, but seemingly couldn't whip the votes. Uh, but Kara was always able to kind of plant herself neatly on the right sides of votes, even when she was in the vast minority. So I'm hopeful that Elizabeth kind of has that personality to put her in some, some positions to succeed. And that she's working with some people who, unlike Kara, are willing to play ball with her. I think, I, I think I see her like hitching up and being like sidecar to to Missy, just like two strong women attracting each other, wanting to work together, wanting to go far in the game. Um, having the whole female alliance thing has, has has been beneficial for for folks in the past. So I hope that happens because I'd love to see the two of them play together. Um, I feel good about her. I feel good about her. She's, yeah. she's going to be a fun person to watch for sure. All right, now we got Peacock Chess, my man Jamal Shipman from New Jersey City, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, Jamal's got invisible lat syndrome. It looks like <laughs> so that's going to be a real, a real challenge for him out here. I love the fact that he's rocking a chain. Uh, it just—I mean—he looks like a guy who's ready to play Survivor, like full bore from the start. Those players usually don't make it very long. Um, I do like, I do like his bio. Says he's like Jeremy and Wendell, Officer Sarah, Christian. They wait. I mean, Christian's a little bit of a wild card there, but it just kind of seems like he likes Survivor and likes some of the most likable players of all time. Uh, he does take this little coaching role, so let's see if we can be a mentor. If he can be a mentor to some of those younger people, then then he could actually kind of form his own coalition because he does seem like a leader. I just don't see it happening for him. Dev, what do you think? I feel like he's the guy who's going to get in an argument over like, whether or not he should have been in the crunch position in, in a challenge that he, that he just blew. And he's going to be like, no, no, I was great. I was great in high school. Do you want to watch tape? <laughs> it's like, bro, we're on an island. And then and that's just going to rub people the wrong way. I, yeah. I don't have a ton of confidence in Jamal. I, I can't tell you what it is. It's probably the invisible lap syndrome. Uh, I do enjoy a power stance. You know that. It kills me to not like someone like this. But um, I, 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 feel like, I feel like he's going to be combative early. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. He looks, he looks like a guy who's like going to be really entertaining. Just the look in his eyes. He looks like he wants to, to mix shit up. Right. Uh, ding! We have Janet Carbon, and I'm just now sort of realizing that I'm like extremely biased and, and pro-female this season, it seems like, because I'm all in on Janet Carbon, who is a, a chief lifeguard. I feel like just there's so few people over the course of these shows that are like, good swimmers that that alone can i feel like carry you through through almost to the merge because it's like such a, a strong like a, a an important skill set to have on a team uh you see like challenges oh my god what was the last season especially early especially early just diving down and undoing a knot like i could do that with, I, I wouldn't even have to dive down i could do that with my feet yeah yeah let's let's say that's ev something everyone could do Devin. yeah let's just <laughs> pretend like that's a, a skill normal people have um but no, I am excited to see that because usually you see people fumbling around like idiots. Um, and she 
not only not only the stance but the suit that's built that's built for performance not built for comfort <laughs> she's she's here to work and she's here to I I, I get a really really good vibe from her um, and I yes, like the I like the way that she put in her occupation chief lifeguard a little bit of responsibility and she's okay owning yeah. that I'm not messing around with you non chief lifeguards I feel like I'm I'm hoping for the old person alliance between her and Mr Laidlaw just like that would be out. pretty that would be pretty great that would be pretty there great are two they people that... usually need to stick together too and they could sleep you're right go ahead. I was just gonna say there are two people that like they're, they're older ones, but they like have. It seems like I mean, I don't think I'm jumping to a huge conclusion to say she's gonna be a good swimmer and that Tommy's gonna be relatively athletic for for an older fella. I, I feel like they, they could have value. They make it to a merge. They just link up. You know, it is what it is. Right. Yeah, I'm pumped. Boom. Uh, now we have Dan Spilo, um, who seems like a herb. Oh man. I know. I'm so out on him. Oh, I mean, it's just the stance. I feel bad for being out on him because it seems like he never had a chance. Yeah, I I hope that he's got a little bit of uh, affability in him. because I mean, he's a talent manager in Los Angeles. Um, but the rest of his bio looks like he might be one of the good ones. You know, it doesn't look like a super aggro type of a person but i don't really get a good vibe i mean the hands in the pockets it just the pockets yeah you need some sort of a killer instinct to make it far in and and, and certainly win this game i just if you're crying at finding nemo i don't know if it's happening for you yeah great movie fish on the island right and like he sees one of them die yeah and it's a disney movie you're a talent manager you should know how it's gonna end Right, you don't oh, need to. You, yeah, so oh, Dan, I wanted more from you. I did, I did as well. Uh, great. So the, the names of, of the tribes are the the Lario tribe, Lara, 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 Lara tribe. We're gonna get it wrong all season. Let's just move the move through. Tribe. Okay. Uh, and not running through who's on which tribe or anything. I'm just looking at the headshots of each tribe. Oof. Where are you leaning? Ooh, it's, it feels close. It actually does. Uh, they split up the old folks, Pat. Yeah, I know. Pat, really Pat. hurt. I think I'm going Laro, and it's literally. Uh, I was like, okay, where's Missy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not as high as you are on Missy quite yet. I'm gonna go Vakai. Um, I like. I, I I just like that. There's there's a few people who I was pretty high on in here. Also, I'm forgetting his name, but whoever's got the invisible lat syndrome is there. So I think that's going to be the tribe to watch early. Um, I do fear for Janet on there. I think that was her name, right? If you're just looking at if you're looking at headshots, which is honestly, it's not it's not something so far from what they actually do in the first few tribal councils. Mm-hmm. Janet's the easy target. So let's hope that she shows up and shows out early. Her body on. language seems a little detached. I don't like that. I really don't. Because I want more from her. I really I do. do uh, maybe we get an early tribe swap and get the olds together. I'd love that. How many we got? So it looks like we got 18. So we're going to go at least three tribal councils, earliest possible split. We're going to three at 15. Uh, they're definitely not going to do it at 16 to go to two, a different two. So we got at least three episodes, it sounds like. But first episode is 90 minutes. Probably not two tribals, though, right? Oof. Well, I don't, what are you going to do for 90 minutes? 
Oh, well, the, hopefully live with these characters a little bit more. I feel like yeah. the first episode, I don't really get to know these people. And maybe, oh, they, they got to do the the whole Rob and Sandra thing. That's going to have yeah. its whole rigmarole, and that's going to take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are, man. All right, I'm excited. Uh, did you have a pick to win, or do you want to do it after? Um, I mean, I my early favorite. I'll, I'm down to go with an early favorite. Let me just scroll back to his name because I forgot him. Um, it was the dude with the hair. Oh, your guy. Yeah, I, I don't know why, man. I just like I, I, I Jack Jack Knighting, Jack Knighting, um, the guy I want to win, Vince, obviously. Um, and then where is she? Where is she, Elaine? Elaine's my wild card. Mm. I'm in on Elaine. Yeah, I like Elaine. Right, yeah, really, friend, well, really strong female cast this season, looks like. I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, definitely trending female this season. Uh, I'm, in on, I'm in on Missy. I'm all in on Missy. I'm not changing that vote. Love so, it. Uh, Love it. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk to you guys on uh, next week. Yeah. We, we, got a, we got a premiere on Wednesday. Wednesday. 90 minutes. And we'll all be right. back every week after that. Boom, boom. Pat, I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Bye.